This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. Hey, welcome. Carm Capriato here, and join me each and every week for insights from my guest host and an industry first, a live virtual job tour, a Take the Automotive Trivia Challenge, Unwrap Your Fortune of the Week, and a whole lot more. The video version of this show is on aftermarketweekly.com. Hey everybody, it's Carm Capriato. Hi there. How are you? Aftermarket Weekly, 12 noon East Coast time. Hey, we've got a great, great show planned for you. Maybe a little bump in the road, but you know me. I can always move on a dime if I have to. Hey, you're in the Dorman OE Fix studio. Glad to have Dorman here. You are part of the most unique aftermarket resource where we actually talk about some stuff, good stuff in the industry, and have a virtual shop tour. And I'm supposed to have on Carl Hutchinson. But I think you all know that we've had some incredible thunderstorms of late, This is a first for the show in 41 weeks. Carl just emailed me five minutes before noon and says we're having rolling blackouts here in Springfield, Missouri. So we're going to have to bring Carl on either at another time or he's going to pop in and join us. But, you know, that's the flexibility and the uniqueness of being live. So, JJ, we're going to have you substitute in here in a little bit. So thank you for being here. I actually had some other things planned to do with Carl. He was actually going to talk about mentoring, but with you, JJ, I think we're going to talk about employee engagement. So thank you for, man, talk about pinch hitting, man. I owe you. (laughs) Glad to step in. Great. JJ Greenfield from JJ Auto Care in Jacksonville, Florida. Hey, don't forget, everyone, we have taken Aftermarket Weekly and moved it to a podcast. Now, not only can you watch all the show's video at aftermarketweekly.com on your favorite listening app, Just type in Aftermarket Weekly and make it a favorite. Subscribe to it, and you could take the show wherever you go, which is what most of you do. You listen while you're moving. Hey, today we have a trivia question for you, as we always do every week. In 1886, it's credited with being the birth year of the modern automobile. Now, when was the first gas gauge ever installed? I'm wondering if anyone may have a clue or an idea. By the way, I got to really tell you how much I appreciate Dorman bringing you this show each and every week. The innovations behind Dorman product solutions are centered around your needs. Dorman has revamped the traditional wiper motor and transmission assemblies by combining them into one unit instead of two, therefore creating a complete repair rather than using individual components. The wiper motors and transmission assemblies have been combined into one installation. Now, how many times has a customer asked for a fix where only one component is broken and a week later, they're back in because the other part failed? Now, there's no more need to worry about managing refurbished parts or replace individual ones. This innovation saves the customer 35% on total repair time. So save yourself the headache when working on the motor or the linkage. Fix the problem completely. Do the job once and make happy customers. This product is available for various makes and models. Chances are that if you're in the market for one, Dorman Products has you covered. Want to learn more about Dorman's innovations? Visit dormanproducts.com forward slash tour. A cool new product, JJ. I love that from Dorman. It seems like it's a time saver, a smart new product. I can't wait when... COVID kind of eases up a little bit more. I plan on going down to Dorman and 
actually doing a show right from there. Hey, coming up Friday in Friday's Academy, everybody, we are doing a show called Charging What We Are Worth. We've done a show on that a while back, but it's never more important than to talk about it today. A lot of people ask me, Carm, why should I increase my labor rates? How do I increase my labor rates? I know that discussion will happen here this coming Friday. Okay, JJ, you're on with me, man. Employee engagement is something you've been talking about in your groups? Yes, it's something uh, I'm part of ATI. I imagine most of you are familiar with the Automotive Training Institute. And they had a guest speaker at one of their annual super conference a year before last. And ATI employed this company to work with their team and to do a survey. You actually give this survey to all of your employees that they fill out online. So I don't even get to see the individual results. All I get is a report back. And they asked, I'm looking at it right now, 28 questions, and you grade on a scale of one to five. And then all I get to see is the averages of those 28. And it tells you where you stand in the automotive industry or with ATI clients, rather, and where you stand globally, uh, comparing me to Coca-Cola and places like that. And then, obviously, the places where you score the lowest are where you have the best opportunities to try and improve things around your shop and in your engagement with your employees. Can you give me some areas that they're giving back to you? Yeah. So I'll start with number one ranked answer that I got where I scored the best was I am proud to work for this organization. Okay. You have a few more. uh, Let's see. I feel valued for more than just the work I produce. My supervisor treats me fairly. My team's goals are aligned with the organization's goals. My work challenges me. My work performance is evaluated against measurable goals. I'm just reading down the line, picking some random ones. The ones where traditionally you see people score the lowest, myself inclusive, that gives the the greatest opportunity for you is my supervisor takes time each week to acknowledge me for work well done. Got it. It sounds to me, it's an awful lot about culture, the willingness to want to be there and to work in your great organization. But the other thing I really love about doing a survey like that and getting those results is you can see what you can work on. You've got this great company and this great team, but you may not know what area needs improvement. Exactly. And it's important. They really emphasize that when you're meeting with your team or when you're talking with your employees, you don't say, this is the area where we stink. You say this is an area where we have the best opportunity for advancement. Right. Always a positive. Right. So you put a positive spin on it, say, which seems like we're a little lacking in this area. But, you know, I have some ideas on how we can improve this and approach it from that direction. With that data now in your hands, JJ, are you having team meetings? Is your coach helping you facilitate this? Are you going to rewrite some new culture values? Yes. So after you get these results, there's some follow-up paperwork they give you that can help you map out a plan. Uh, One of the first things I did was to name one of my, actually my tech that's been with me for the longest. He's been with me now, uh, I believe close to 20 years, uh, name him a shop foreman. And he's a little bit of a go-between between me and the shop or the service advisors and the shop. Because he's got his finger well on the pulse of what the mechanics, you know, what's going on with them. So then he can sit down with my service manager and discuss things without having me 
to be involved in everything. You know, obviously running a business, there's, there's a lot of I's to dot and T's to cross. And at some point you have to start to delegate some responsibilities, especially as now I'm starting to get much more involved with ASA. Um, so, you know, my time is being spent doing things like I'm doing right now, things to try and help promote the industry. And I've been in business for 30 years now, just as about a month ago. I find now that I'm really trying to give back to the industry that has treated me so well all these years. And I'm spending a little bit more of my time trying to see that the aftermarket automotive industry will continue in the future because the business is running itself for the most part without a lot of input from me. I love it. You said so many important things to me, giving back my show, all my podcasts are a forum for, you know, great leadership and change and building great culture in the business and, you know, getting stories told. I'll bet you I need to have you on on a one-on-one podcast and you need to tell me some of your great stories on how you got where you are and maybe we can all learn from that. I love the other thought about, listen, JJ, I've got this penchant, if you will, for this year is to get as many young people on the show and hear about their story. Because if we don't support the youth today, we're going to lose this industry of ours. Well, and if you would like to discuss that further outside of this meeting, yeah. reach out to me because I've also aligned myself with the Jones Technical College. It's a local vocational school here in Jacksonville. I'm one of their only, or I believe their only aftermarket affiliate. Most of the people that are aligned with them are the dealerships and, and big corporations. And I'm sure they'd be delighted to do a, a broadcast from there or certainly have a couple of their students on and talk about their experiences. And one of my technicians, I didn't find him through JTEC, but it turns out he was a member of the first ever graduating class at JTEC. Wow. How cool is that? That's a great storyline. I'm also involved in post-secondary on an advisory panel. And you're right about the independence. Let's tell right now, any independent who's going to watch this or listen to this over, you know, in the future, please get involved. Please get involved with post-secondary. Absolutely. And that's what another thing that I've said that I, where I'm trying to give back is to align myself with this Jones Technical College and trying to encourage young men and women to get into this industry because we won't be automated out. You're just not going to create a robot that can diagnose a misfire and change a spark plug or an ignition coil. You know, for all the electronics that are on cars right now, robots aren't going to fix them. So true. Hey, I appreciate this very impromptu, you know, replacement for my guest host, JJ. Thank you. We're going to actually see a tour of your place here in just a few moments. Let's do our fortune of the week, everyone. Uh, here it is. Genius is eternal patience. That's pretty darn heavy, guys. Genius is eternal patience. I think you're going to have to think about that a little bit. <laughs> I, I do. Hey, let me see what's coming up. Today, we released a great podcast with Dave Hobbs. It was his part three with me. Listen, Dave is, he's just like, he's always on fire every time I get together with Dave. I think we maybe have done four or five shows together. But most recently, Dave did a three-parter with me. And he's got some brand new acronyms he wants to share with the industry. You'll have to listen to the episode to see what they're all about. Last Friday, we put out a great episode J.J., I was talking about the young people. Here's a 36-year-old shop owner, Esteban Gonzalez, out of California. 
And uh, boy, do I have a young streak going on as we're interviewing so many young people in the industry. A great family business out in uh, California. And tomorrow, I'm doing something very interesting that I've never, ever, ever done before. Now, I've done CarmCasts, everyone, but I want to throw this at you. I'm going to have Tom Hamm and Rachel Walker on with me, and we're going to start talking. But I'm going to give the audience the link to the studio And I'm going to ask you to join us. Sight unseen, no rehearsal, just come in and join our conversation. I've never done it. We would love you to come in and talk shop with us tomorrow. This is where you can be on the panel as an impromptu guest. We're going to try that tomorrow, see what happens. That's at noon tomorrow. I think we're ready. JJ, I think we're ready for your shop tour. Wow, JJ Greenfield from JJ's Auto Care, Jacksonville, Florida, pinch hitting as my guest host. And now we're going to take a look at your shop. It's all yours, my friend. Thank you. And we have two entrances. So we have this front entrance here, and then we have a second entrance underneath this portico. Comes in handy for our Florida afternoon thunderstorms. I'm going to go back around to the front. And when the customers come in, this is our service counter. That's my service manager. Charles and my lube technician, Juan. And then we've moved a couple of the chairs that we had in the customer lounge into the office area here to help space people out a little bit better during these COVID times. And then this is the customer waiting room. It's interesting to the audience, uh, the you know, the COVID protocols that are going on with some places. And uh, nice that you did that. Are there many waiters in your place? Uh, yeah, it's very common, especially for oil and filter changes, you know, quick services like that. So we have a nice TV here. We have coffee and snacks and then a refrigerator down here. I keep just Coke, Diet Coke and bottles of water. And then this is actually one of the things I've pride myself on. I have this wall for a meet our team. Each employee has their own picture frame. Oh, wow. And there's one picture of just the employee usually enjoying a hobby of theirs. Like in this one, I don't know how well you can see it. I'm a private pilot. There's a picture of me in front of one of the airplanes I fly. Oh, cool. Then there's a picture of me at a Jacksonville Jaguar game. And finally, at one of my favorite beach bars. All right. And then each year at the annual Christmas party, we take some group photos And each year I switch those photos out. A great idea, JJ. I love that. To display the entire team to the customer base, let them realize it's a family here. Yeah, and the customers and the employees both. I see there's more pictures on the other wall. Yeah, because we have that many people. We couldn't get them all on the one wall. So we had a. all of the employees are on the one wall that I was showing you. These are all just group photos from the annual Christmas party. Got it. This is the advisor. I have two service advisors, and this is their office. How many techs? I have four techs, two advisors, and myself. Got it. How old's the building? March will be six years that I've been in this building. Okay. Did you build it from scratch? I did. I bought the property and had the building designed. Very nice. Very, very nice. Thank you. Then on into my office and our guard dog. <laughs> he may be small, but he's, he's, he's mean. He's tough. <laughs> and so then this is my desk. Very nice. I see you have an entrance to the shop, too. Yes, so I can get out into the shop easily. And then, of course, no executive can be complete without a little relaxation Oh, after work. I have to get to Jacksonville. <laughs> JJ, you're the first person who showed us a stash. I'm sure, there are, <laughs> I'm sure there were other people we've done a tour with, but you were the first one that showed I'm us. I'm the only one to admit. 
And then this is our, our kitchen area and technician lounge. All right. This is my shop foreman, Ryan. Ryan hey, flex Ryan. for the camera. And I keep a microwave, full-size refrigerator. We have plenty of cabinet space. This is one of two of the technician bathrooms. I installed a shower in the inside bathroom for those hot summer days. Sometimes the guys have plans immediately after work to you know go to dinner or something like that. Nice. I have an aunt that likes to monogram, so each employee has their own monogram towel. Oh, wow. Isn't that clever? <laughs> it's a little overkill, but it is kind of funny. And then from there, we'll go out into the shop. This is where the technicians go to be dispatched their next job. It's all here in this rack. Uh, by the way, how many bays? I have eight, including the alignment. Eight, including the alignment. Four techs, yes. two service advisors. Okay. Yes. And I do have, I'm not going to take you upstairs because it's a mess, but there is the same footprint as the interior. I have complete upstairs, which is part storage and miscellaneous garbage. So it, it's, it's like the garage at your house. It always kind of looks nasty. But it is where we keep our fast-moving filters and, and things okay, of that sure. nature. Yeah, yeah. And I put in all new Challenger lifts when I built the building. Are you in kind of a commercial development, or are you on a main highway? I'm on a main road, but I am part of a business park. Okay. But I am right on what's called Beach Boulevard. It's a four-lane road. And then this is where we keep the bulk of our diagnostic tools so that when a tech is doing some diagnostics, he can roll this whole cart right to the car that he's working on and have all of the probes that he needs for the scope. And we have a, a launch here. We can't keep everything in this car because it's not big enough, but we can keep the vast majority this way. All the tools are you know where they are and they're handy for right at his access. JJ, are you buying the scanners? Yes. Okay. I have another tech bath out in the shop. So, you know, we use this one as much as possible, keep the greasy hands out of the inside. But on those hot summer days, you really like to get inside and get in the AC a little bit. What is that area? What was, was that the, uh, the end of the shop, right? No, I'll double back in just a moment. I just wanted to show, I give the techs a PC. Several of them have their own, and then I have another one for the shop. You know, I'm only afforded so many subscriptions. Okay, but does everyone have a tablet? Yes, everyone has a tablet, and two of the four have PCs as well. There really wasn't a need for the lube guy to have one, and we are bulk fluids. And I did install one. It's it maybe a little difficult to show. 15,000-pound lift that's handy for you lift the F-250s and other 2,500 series and larger. And these days, you have you know such big vehicles any fleet work? No, I don't do any fleet work and okay. um, not really interested, quite frankly. Sell a lot of tires? No, I would say uh, on the average eh, 30 or 40 a month. It's really more of a convenience for my customers to do tires so that, you know, if you see a car that needs tires, it's one-stop shopping. You can get them. All right, about one more minute. Okay. And I'll just take you out into the parking lot, which I wish, wish was a lot larger. But JJ, are you doing all makes, all models? For the most part, there's some of the high-end European that we just don't mess with enough. Land Rover, we don't want any part of. Jaguar, a few makes and models like that. But for the, for the most part, yes, all makes, all models. Well, great. Hey, listen, we're going to put a pin in it. Thank you so much. Hang in there with me. Don't go anywhere. We're going to kind of end the show. I want to tell you about some special event, everyone, that I am doing. It's coming up Thursday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. I got together with a whole my great friends out there in California from ASCCA, and we have one hell of a panel 
uh, me and eight others, and we are going to do a great discussion on the roadmap to the future of auto repair. And I'd hope you could join us. It'll be streaming live on our website, remarkableresults.biz forward slash live. It'll be on my Facebook page. It'll be on my LinkedIn page. It will also be on the ASA Facebook page. So we'll do some real heavy promotions in the next couple of uh, days for that. But we'd love to see a lot going on with me this week. We have four live shows, but you know, that's what I do for a living. Let's do the trivia. In 1886, it was pretty much credited with being the birth year of the modern automobile. When was the first gas gauge installed? Well, it was 1922, everybody. That's when it was installed. And I do believe that's a version of it. That's a picture of in circa, you know, in the early 20s with that little cork float at the end. Hey, next week, Joe Hansen's going to be here from Gordy's Garage. Everybody knows Joe Hansen from Gordy's. And the shop tour is going to be with Michael Gallini at Your Auto in Plano, Texas. JJ, thank you for being guest host with me. A beautiful, beautiful shop. By the way, let me say this. When I heard you talk about engagement earlier, which was a great impromptu discussion that you had, and I saw all the pictures on the wall, I realized the strength of your culture and why you're so moved to make it better. Well, thank you for having me on today. I really enjoyed it. Great. Hey, everyone, thank you for being here. We'll see you each and every Tuesday. And if, of course, as you all know, on a podcast and repurpose, thanks.